the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. What a pleasure to uh, see and talk with again, uh, Mama Jan Smith. Jan, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? We are doing great. Now, Jan uh, owns Smith Studios in Atlanta. She's Grammy-nominated, a Grammy-nominated producer, singer-songwriter, vocal coach. She's in the Georgia Music Hall of Fame, and uh, that's all the time we have for her. we got to go now. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) No, we thank you so much. We uh, keep up with you via the Facebook, and uh, we just wanted to see how you're doing through this this whole COVID-19 pandemic, uh, social isolation, uh, with doing what you do? Because I think a lot of times you have people, either you go there or they come where you are. So how how are you faring in this whole thing? So interestingly enough, yeah, Jan Smith Studios, it's not just me. I've got several coaches. We see probably 200 people a week and through the doors of the studio. And then I do a lot of touring and handle a lot of our artists that are on the road. So travel is definitely a part of that. Yeah which kind of all stopped immediately. For me, um, on March the 17th, my mother actually had a stroke. So my whole family was thrown into a different type of crisis mm. mode, even prior to the rest of the nation, you know, kind of shutting down. Mm. So it was really odd because we were at the hospital with my mom seeing different things kind of shut down there. And then the whole nation shut down that Friday uh, on the 20th, which is when I actually started 24-7 uh, rehab care at home with my mother. Mm. So it's just been a really odd time. But for the business, Jansmith Studios and all the work that we do in production, everybody kind of went online immediately, attempting to take care of our clients that way. And thus far, it's worked out pretty well for my, uh, for my staff. For me, I wasn't able to work for a couple of weeks just because I was a caregiver for my mom. Yeah. Um, But I've started picking clients back up now online and some things just don't translate very well, you know, over cyberspace. Uh, I like to touch people and, and and I have to be there with them, but we've, uh, we've made it work. Uh, That's the best I can say. Well, our, our, our prayers with your, with your mama. We're so sorry to, to hear, to hear that. I I guess the good news in this, in a sense is that uh, that you were able to be there with her? Uh, Amazing. Yeah, my dad uh, is eighty five. He's he's with us, and I mm-hmm. had a, I had a little fear that in case he got sick and they put him in the hospital, yeah. we couldn't be there with him. You know, my mother, um, she celebrated her ninety first birthday oh, on April wow. the eleventh, and so, um, but she's in she's my mother's very cognizant and, and pretty healthy. She has some congestive heart failure, so the same kind of thing. We're always concerned about just you know her quality of life, especially for her living at home alone since my dad died. And mm-hmm. so the bottom line was, we made the decision to bring her home instead of going to a rehab facility because they were shutting those places mm-hmm. down. And uh, that really scared me to think that, you know, I wouldn't be able to get in to check on her care. And I know a lot of people have those concerns and have suffered greatly because of their loved ones being in different, you know, rehab homes and nursing facilities. So uh, I'm just so grateful. God's provision is is certainly unique sometimes, but I'm so grateful that that uh, 
of the provision for me to be able to be here with my mom. Uh, you said, uh, Jan, that you've, you guys have made the transition to, to being online, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it, it's got to be hard because like you said, uh, there are some things you can do online, but when you're vocal coaching, there's some things that being in person is much easier to hear different things than being online, I would assume. How hard has that transition been? It, you know, for, for doing first time clients, which I, I did one yesterday, I did an eval with one of my uh, a new client. It was difficult because there were certain things that I would typically do, uh, being able to watch somebody breathing on the floor, standing upright and different things uh, that I just couldn't do uh, by not being there in person. But a lot of the consultive kind of stuff and also really just helping people perform better or assessing what their, um, you know, some of their problems are. And, and helping to troubleshoot those is, is the same because I do consulting online anyway. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, with a lot of my clients that are in different countries or different states, I end up having to be in two places at once anyway. Mm-hmm. I hadn't quite figured out three yet, but uh, so, <laughs> so it's just a matter of, of trying to really make it work. And I've found that the, the clients are very patient and also very understanding because they're in the same boat. Jan Smith, we're talking to her there in her home, and uh, we appreciate all that she does. She has in my mother's home. I'm in my mother's oh, home. Oh, in there. Mama's home. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, thank- Mama, Mama's home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, 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 we're glad to be there, and uh, you here. You do uh, you. coach so many people, uh, but it's more than coaching because we've talked to you. We know your heart. You minister to them. There are so many people that mm. that you touch their lives, their soul, their 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 spirit. Uh, what have they, what have they been asking you? you know, those maybe that aren't even connected with Christ. I mean, they've got to be, uh, there's got to be fear. There's got to be a little panic. What have you been able to speak to them? I think that a lot of people just are, are uh, unsettled and what it's provided is the opportunity for people to really seek more than they normally would in the pace of their lives. And because so many people have time at home or by themselves, they're isolated now. So they're hungry. People are hungry to be fed. They're looking for something to fill up that, that void now. And they're more aware of that void because we've all had to be still. Mm. We've all had to, you know, kind of isolate. And I think that that has really drawn people closer to the idea, uh, A, that there's there has to be something bigger than us that's in control or knows more than we do. And I believe that it's yielded people's hearts more to faith. So for me, it's just a, a, a pleasure for me to continue to live out what I'm doing. And, and my clients know very clearly in the midst of all this that I've been a caretaker for my mother. My mother we didn't know if my mom was going to live or not there mm. for a few few days. And, um, you know, strokes are that way. They can go one way or the other. My mother is amazing at, at how she's been able to overcome. But at the same time, they've seen me do that with the promise of I'm OK. I can still do this. I know that it's going to be all right. And I think that there's some calm in that. And for them to know that there's there is a light at the end of that tunnel. Mm. So for me, it's about being a good steward of this moment and helping other people to understand that there is an anchor in my life and, and to be willing to share that with them. That's really the grace in it all for me. That's so good. That is one of the many things I love about you, Jan, is that uh, you're just uh, 
people know where you stand and uh, just seeing you on social media, uh, things that you share, uh, whether it's from Passion and Louis Giglio or, or things going on there, or just the way that you put the spotlight on other people, the, the videos that you post or pictures you post of mama's baby singing everywhere <laughs> and, uh, and putting the spotlight on them. I love that you make it not about you. It's about it's about Christ first and foremost, but then it's about the people that you are coaching. Thank you for that, and, and it's my it's my privilege, and it really is. It's an honor. I never really planned on any of this. We've talked about this before, and God's just used me as an instrument of His will, and I've I've really become uh, I, I hope a better steward of that and understanding that process, but. Um, you know, it's through me. It's not about me, but it's through me that that work is done. And and it's the coolest thing on the planet. I mean, I you know, I, I wouldn't trade who I am or what I do for anything in the world just because God continues to just shower me with blessings and allowing me to do what I do. So mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of crazy cool. Yeah. Love that. Jan Smith, I, I, I just wrote down what you said uh, earlier. Be good stewards of the moment. That is mm. so that is so deep. It mm. is deep mm. and it's doable. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, it just woke me up. Hey, wait a minute. Let's just be good stewards (laughs) of the moment. Yeah. Right? You know what? Yeah, but you know what's crazy about that is being with my 91-year-old mother, watching her. I mean, my mother walks and talks with God all day, every day. And it it has definitely humbled me and and making me realize how, how much she lives in the moment. She literally thanks God for the the sunshine, the birds, the air, uh, uh, you know, just a, another day. Mm. And, I, you know, we don't do that. We don't stop and go, wow, God, thank you. Look, look around. And so as I've been, you asked me how I was coping. <laughs> I get out about once a day and I take about a three and a half mile walk just in my mother's little subdivision because there's nobody out, mm-hmm. number one. But um, I, I've really become more aware of the beauty, just trees. And I mean, have you made a tree lately? I mean, I haven't, but the (laughs) the bottom line is, you know, just seeing, just seeing, hearing the birds is just like, wow, what a symphony. How great is that? So being more grateful uh, for those moments and just being in it. And I think that that's what, I think that that's what God intended for us to do was Mm. we have one day. That's all he gives us at a time. Mm. Mama Jan, gotta love it. Uh, so, so Jan, real quick before we have to go there uh, here, uh, what and and maybe you just answered the question, but what is God teaching you in this time where we have to be still and we are forced to just sit mm. and not be busy like we're used to being? What has He taught you about yourself? Mm. Um, Psalms forty six ten. Be still and know that I am God. Mm. Um, wow, and and. Not that we are God, not that money is God, not that the music business is God, not that churches are God, not that you know anything else is God, but that God is God. And also bringing into really full scope that what we are intended to do is to be of service to each other. The thing that is so humbling to me is seeing human beings come together and kind of go, hey, if my brother needs some food, I'm going to. I'm going to box it up and bag it up. I'm going to be that person next door. Who's going to check on the old lady. I'm going to, it's like we're seeing human beings at their best and also at their worst. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, we get to see all of that and kind of make a decision as to who we want to be in it. As for me in my house, 
uh, I know that I want to have, again, a heart for God and to be a steward of that and to help other people to do whatever I can do. And in this particular situation, God clearly has me where I needed to be. And that was to care for my mother mm-hmm. who, who cared for me my entire life. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's a pretty, uh, pretty daunting task. Mind you, caregiving is not for sissies, but <laughs> it is really, it, it's got, it's given me a great appreciation Right. Mind you, for those people who are on the front lines, who are changing bedpans and putting people in diapers and sh- turning them over and helping clean up stuff and carrying dead bodies out and all of those things that none of us want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Man, you talk mm-hmm. about where people should really have our, our love and adoration. Yep. That's wow. what it's taught me. What a message. Jan Smith, mm-hmm. thank you so much. We appreciate your time. You're amazing. Blessings God. to your mm-hmm. mama. We will continue thank to pray. You. We mean that uh, for her that God would continue to give her strength and uh, rise her up. Wow, what a life, huh? Hey, we'll be, uh, we got to take a break, Jan. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is. I'm Jan Smith. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she is. We'll be back.